stuck in Joe's mom's basement, this is Sincerely Yours. I'm your host, Cece Denno. Welcome back to Sincerely Yours. So we're moving on to part two of my part three series. Now, I do have to admit this was a bit of a strategy for me just so I can make sure that it was a little bit of motivation to get another two episodes out. But of course, like you heard in the first episode of part one, we focused on career and how important that is. And now we are moving on to money. You know, money is a funny thing. Whether you choose to pay attention to it or ignore it, it will be there regardless of how you feel. So I believe that once you do have a handle on your financial situation, you begin to enjoy life much easier. So I'm just going to go ahead and go through my experience with money and hopefully it can sort of relate and Maybe if there is someone out there who wants to focus on their finances and really have 2016 be like a deep dive into the way that they handle money, the way that they treat money, please contact me. I am more than happy to help. I'm always giving tips. I'm always talking about financial podcasts, but you can email me my email address like I introduced in the last episode. It is sincerelyyours at writeme.com. And that's sincerely yours at writeme.com. So let's go ahead and dive into my experience with money. Once upon a time, it was called 2012. I had been working in my professional career for about three years and I was making nothing. Stuck in jet end jobs, as you've heard before, but it really hit me hard to realize that I was putting in so much work for absolutely such little benefits. So let me just go ahead and backtrack. I had gone to school and I was very fortunate. I didn't graduate with any student loans, all thanks to my parents. And so I started my first job out of college making $32,000 a year. And it was a very hard reality coming from having unlimited supply of money and having everything taken care of, food, gas, rent, everything. And that fall when I graduated, so it was fall of 09, it was definitely a hard reality realizing that I had to pay for rent and gas and alcohol and food and everything that you would need to survive, obviously. And so I was driving up. I had a commute. That was about 40 minutes. Until I finally decided that I can't work at this place anymore. I can't even afford to drive here every day, much less afford everything else. So I was looking into the city and I got a job, my second job in insurance. And I was so happy to be making 36000 And so with all of that, obviously, I had gotten into a little bit of credit card debt somewhere along the line. So I must spend like $1,900. And I realized with every paycheck, so it'd be one paycheck going to rent, one paycheck going to my credit card bill. And I was like, I am always paying something off or paying for rent. And so I had a strategy in place. So I decided, okay, one month I 
I'm just going to pay the minimum amount and then I'll be able to have cash on hand and be able to pay for all my expenses that way. And it actually was like a huge, huge change for me because I wasn't putting food on my credit card. I wasn't putting, you know, going out for drinks on my credit card. I was actually sticking to the cash that I had in my bank account. So little by little, I was paying off this credit card debt. And it was finally like November of 2011. So November of 2011. So I'd been in one terrible job and then working in this other terrible job. And a really good friend of mine, Claire, was moving to Turkey. And I was like, that is such a great idea. So I'd always dreamed about moving back to France, as you've also heard. But it really kicked me in the butt to like get things going. So I was thrilled. So I had that paid off. And so then I could just finally see things building. So the application period for France was went through that January. And then we were to find out in March if we were to get in. And so I was just like, okay, well, either way, if I get into this French program where I'll have a job when I go there. I'll either move to France or I'll go move to Turkey. I was like, either one. I was like, coming next October, I will not be here. I will not be in Boston. So it was very eye-opening. The motivation I had, the focus I had to get to France. And I had set an initial goal of having $10,000 by the time I would be leaving for France. So I literally could not have saved like anything more than I had initially (laughs) planned for. I was cutting everything. I stopped going out. I stuck to a budget when I went to the grocery store. I was able to end up saving every single penny that I had. And it was very difficult. I was working overtime. I actually ended up getting a second job at a sushi restaurant. I was so focused on my goal and outside of a very large car repair bill and also I had to get a cat. I was shy of my goal of $10,000, but I did finish that September with $8,400. And I would have to say like that is pretty impressive because outside of rent, like any unnecessary spending was absolutely cut. And I really feel that because I was so highly motivated that I was able to accomplish it. And so I was in France and I was paid a stipend. It was like only 800 euros a month, but it covered like rent. My rent was like 107 euros and enough for like plenty like for groceries and everything like that. It just was definitely enough to like hold me over and not really have to dip into what I had saved. So of course I'm coming back from France and I start working an hour out away from where I live and fell into some really bad habits. And so just because I was like driving so much, like trying to get to work, I ended up buying a new car. I started charging things. I was traveling all the time. And suddenly out of nowhere, I had $4,300 in credit card debt. Now, it was a hard reality considering When I had this job, I was making more money than my old job. And at the end of the month, I was only able to save $300, 
which when I was working in the city at my terrible job before I left for France, I was able to save over $600 a month. And then I finally realized, well, because I'm commuting two hours to work every day, I have a car payment now. That's not an expense. It was just so easy how everything built up. So let me tell you what an hour commute feels like. It's a lot of this. And a lot of this. And definitely a lot of this. Loving him is like driving a new Maserati down a dead end street. Now, don't get me wrong, I absolutely love Taylor, but you can only take so much. So that's when I started exploring other things to listen to, and that's when I first discovered podcasts. So there were some out there that I came across initially, so it was like Just Lively, Away With Words, and Freakonomics. And so one day I was uploading more podcast, and I was on the Freakonomics, and then I looked to the side, and then that's when I discovered this. Hey everybody, welcome to Listen Money Matters. Now, the world of personal finance was completely new to me, but it was just so easy to listen to Matt and Andrew. It was just so easy to have an hour episode of Listen Money Matters on, and I became so enthused about the possibilities. I mean, when I was saving for France on my own, I didn't really use any methods. I was just thinking, I need to save as much as possible and what can I not spend my money on because I was so highly motivated to get to France. I just desperately, desperately wanted to get on my dead-end job. So it was funny to look back and think, oh, I did actually use like several strategies to get there. But now with all this credit card debt, I found a new motivation. And so Every day to listen money matters, it became so much of a driver to put my money where it needed to go best. So initially first, of course, I paid off my credit card and it was so surprising because that was within <sighs> until December. So that was from August 2014 until December and it really shed a lot of light on things. I was just so busy. It was so hectic, you know, driving here to Worcester, driving back from Worcester, driving here, always have to be so cautious. And it really got into my head. I was like, I love my job in Worcester, but what's it really worth? I'm driving there every day. I have to drive back into the city. And I actually started looking for another job. And not a serious search at all. I applied to three positions, three different companies, and I got two offers. And so, of course, I went to the one that felt best and felt more comfortable, but it was just so easy, you know, taking at that expense, driving to work every day. It would cost me literally $15 just to drive to work between tolls. It was $100 in tolls, $200 in gas. And now that was all money that I could be saving. And so, it was a sad moment, even though I loved my job in Worcester, but I had to look at the finances 
and I love my job now in the city. So that's where I am financially. And good news to report, 2015, completely stayed out of credit card debt. I do have my car loan and I go back and forth. It is at an APR rate of 1.99, which is really good. But at the same time, it would be nice to free up that cash every month. But I'm still on the fence on things. So here I am, hundreds and hundreds of hours later of financial podcast, all that include Stacking Benjamins, Marketplace, Planet Money, Smart Passive Income Podcast with Pat Flynn, Money Steppers 2015 Savings Challenge Podcast, Money for the Rest of Us, Money Girls Quick and Dirty Tips for a Richer Life, Ask Pete the Planner Podcast, The Retirement Answer Man with Roger Whitney. Now, I might not be a financial expert, but I do feel like I have a good sense of things, being in debt, being out of debt the way and the motivation to go where you want to go, I definitely have your back. So please, please, please contact me. You want to set up a budget? We could do that. You want to learn how to pay off your student loans? We could do that. Anything in relation to money, you know, where to reach me, that's sincerely yours at writeme.com. And for some exciting news, I actually did get some emails. Okay, so let's see. I've gotten two emails so far. The first one is from my friend, Catherine Allen. So she was listening to the show. She sent in an email. She goes, I love your intro, Cece. So glad you found the wonderful world of podcasting. Smiley face. Looking forward to your next episode. So thanks for the email, Catherine. And then, of course, I did receive another email, and that would be from my mom. And she wrote, Hi, Cece. Just checking your email address. Of course. Hi, Mom. <laughs> Thanks for your email. Now, if you send me an email, I'll definitely read it on my next podcast. So, uh, again, that's sincerely yours at writeme.com. Again, I just want to say thank you so much to everyone for your support. It is so greatly appreciated. It is really surprising and unexpected, but it just gives me so much motivation to move forward. And of course, just to throw this back out there, this podcast was supported by This is where the sponsor's supposed to go. So if you're interested in sponsoring Sincerely Yours, please feel free to get in touch with me. That should be it. So uh, first part one, career. Part two, money. Part three, can you guess? We're talking about love. Love.